everybody, Sandy Payne here. I am so excited to bring you another episode of the PCS Project podcast. As I promised before, I am going to be bringing on guests to the podcast from different military installations all over the country. Um, and I am so excited today. I want to jump right in with Lauren Jordan. She is out in Colorado Springs. And I'm so excited to get started with her to introduce you um, to her and all of the great things Colorado Springs has to offer. Welcome, Lauren. Hi, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, I want to jump right in. So tell me just like a little bit about you and your affiliation with military families as a realtor in the area and kind of a little bit of your backstory um, about your experience with the military. Yeah. So I actually grew up, um, I was not a military brat, um, but both of my parents were military brats and they were like, we're not gonna, you know, we're gonna settle down. So they did that. Um, that was not for me. And <laughs> it was like the allure of it um, was always very intriguing. So yeah, I um, met my, uh, I met my husband and he was fresh out of tech school. And that was, you know, I was a baby. I was 21 years old and we just got right to it. We got married, started the, the PCSing and the having kids and <laughs> yes. Gosh, so you've moved several times and that's one of the things I love um, about linking up with with agents around military installations, especially those of us who, you know, we lived the life and that's, that's so important. I find that's really important when we're trying to help our military families and soldiers relocate like we get it like I always say like we have a, I don't know, there's like a weird connection um, a weird tribe, you know, a type of yeah. vibe amongst military families. I, I think we have some of our military families we've known best friends for years. I mean, we were with one of them and we were like, oh my gosh, we've literally been friends for almost 30 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's just a connection. I don't know if there's that many people that I can say that about that I didn't meet within our military life. So yeah, awesome. so there's definitely a kinship. I feel like you definitely sort of just like you get it. Like, <laughs> it's like an instant. It's like, oh, you're a military spouse. Oh, cool. We're good. We're good. We understand each other. It's like an unspoken, <laughs> unspoken connection. Um, yeah. So you've gotten to move several times. We moved seven times. Um, and I think when we were chatting, you've moved four times. So tell me um, just like, what was that like for you between the first PCS and where you position yourself now? I remember, um, you know, headed into the the first one, you you tried to, and I was young, I was like 22, I think, um, and you're you're like researching and you're looking at all the, I don't remember if Pinterest was a thing back then, but like you're like, you're, girl, <laughs> <laughs> when I got married, we didn't even have it, like we were like an AOL chat room dial. <laughs> Yeah, but it was like, and he had never PCS either, you know, like when you go to basics, completely different. So yeah, we were, we were like clueless. And so we, we felt like good going into it. Like we're, we've done all the things, right. We had not done all the things. Um, we were completely unprepared. Like nobody, nobody told me, you know, that they would take the dirty dishes out of my sink and put them in a box. Like, <laughs> 
I thought, you know, they would say, okay, those are dirty. She'll, she'll wash those and, and we'll pack those later. Yeah. They did not. Um, so, you know, you just, you learn. And then by like the, the next time we were even more prepared mm-hmm. and you yeah. know, by, by the fourth one, you're like, that's my do not pack room. Like here's your snack bar. Like I had, I was, I was good by the last one. Yeah, you've got all the Sharpies. You've got all the lists. You've got every tape around your wrist, you know, the whole yep. thing. Thing. I remember that too. I remember the first one. So my act, so we got, so we both lived separate until we got married. So that was like the first time I ever moved out of my parents' home, right? Besides college and, and whatever. So I didn't have very much. So, you know, we get to our first duty station, Fort Drum, New York, ice cold. Um, and, you know, we didn't have a whole lot. So I think the first move for me was, I was eight months pregnant for our first move with my daughter. And so I was kind of glad that I didn't have to do all the packing, but like you, like they will pack the trash. Yeah. They will pack the dirty laundry. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, same. And at, by the time we we're seventh move, like I literally, we were living in Germany. I literally wrote a book. I wrote a book on military moving that military mm-hmm. house, move it, organize it, and decorate. I was like, I've got this down. I'm, I'm going to start sharing my tips and tricks. Mm-hmm. The biggest one that always annoyed me the most is when they use like your bed linens and your pillows to like pack around your TV. <laughs> I'm like, you know how t- dusty a TV is. And now you, now I have to go buy all new pillows, you know, right. back then, like I didn't have, I didn't have the money to just go buy pillows. So we got into the habit of, you know, all the linens were like sorted in like trash bags tied up. Like if you're going to use it, you're going to use it as the entirety. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, just really, really funny um, just the way you kind of evolve. I know, like even talking to some people outside of the military, they're like, they come and pack like, oh yeah, we're, we don't, we don't, we don't even take the pictures off the walls. Yep. Like, That's crazy. And I'm like, I mean, there's a downside. Don't get me wrong. You also don't get a chance to kind of go through stuff and purge and declutter, you know, because I always find that's part of the packing process is like, do I really want to take this, you know, and kind of chuck it. So we didn't really have that opportunity to like our last retirement, you know, forever move. Right. Yeah. Um, I wasn't prepared for like how fast it would go. Cause on my first PCS, I, I thought, well, you know, two, two guys will come in here and we'll sort of, oh no, they yeah. are everywhere. Things are like, yeah. <laughs> like there's yeah. no, you're not going to organize while it's happening. No, no <laughs> like, it's happening. It's happening. And they're running from every room. Like you think it's going to be like, oh, all the kids, you know, all my daughter stuff is going to be in these, you know, great boxes. Oh no, you open, you get where you're going. You open the kid's room and you're like finding pots and pans, right? <laughs> so I want to get to talking about the because we could probably just like tell stories of stuff like that all day long and uh, everybody can relate I'm sure the listeners can relate and if they're if they've never moved in the military I hope they realize why we have such a kinship you know in our experiences but you are at Fort Carson Colorado I want to talk a little bit about Fort Carson in general. Now we're, you know, we're getting ready right now to, I mean, I feel like we're always in a, somebody's always moving, but we're about to get into like our big PCS season, you know, one of our big PCS seasons of the year. And a lot of people are going to get orders from all over the country, finding out they're coming to Fort Carson. So what, like, what would be the first couple things you'd be like, okay, first things first, like if you're coming to Fort Carson, this is what you need to start thinking about. What would you, what would you say about that? 
So one thing that we are definitely experiencing is um, we just, the city itself outside of having five military installations, just the city in general of Colorado Springs and, you know, of course, Denver to our north, it's growing so fast. Mm-hmm. So what we're finding is that housing is very difficult. I tell everybody, even if they're, if you're not even planning on living on post, get on the wait list because what could it hurt? You know, what yeah, you could can always hurt? get off, right? You can always jump right. off if you find something yes. else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we have, you know, we have three bases right here in the local area that do have on post housing. So I'm like, just get on all of them, you know, so it won't hurt. Right. Um, because we do have a severe housing shortage right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. it's everywhere. I mean, I really think that's everywhere especially is- today, you know, we're experiencing the same thing and even our rental market is even really slim. I mean, there's just the influx of people coming. I, I, I don't know where we're going to put them off. Honestly. I know. Well, and I know not too terribly long ago, um, one of the papers here in the Springs did this article because um, there was a, about a, there was a handful of um, army families that had PCS out here. And actually uh, after they realized they couldn't find a place to rent, they couldn't buy a home, like, you know, whatever the case, they all bought um, RVs. And Whoa. they were living in an RV, you know, and they were like, it, it, we ran out of options. Like, you know, what were we supposed to do? So yeah, I, I tell everybody like, you know, anytime somebody reaches out and they're like, well, we don't get there for another eight months. I'm like, great. Like, cause we need the full eight months to find you a house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you cannot start too early. Yeah, you can't. I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, I know that some people, you know, they're like, well, we're not really sure if that's exact. Things could change. I'm like, well, I'd rather have done all the research and have to back out of a million things than wait too long and then really just be yeah, in a, I mean, honestly, just put in like kind of a desperate situation, really. Um, Cause here you are, you're like, your stuff's coming, you're coming and like, you have nowhere to go. So, so as far as like, I've been to Fort Carson once, <clears throat> And actually, I'm going to be there again this summer. Um, but tell me a little bit how how Carson's laid out from the base, the housing opportunities on base versus, you know, actually getting into the springs, you know, and kind of getting outside. What what does that look like? So Carson is huge, first of all. Um, it is huge. It's definitely one of the biggest posts I've ever seen. Um, I think last I heard they're at like 50 or 60,000 active duty, which is insane. Mm. Um, people like the way the base is laid out, like you could, people say, well, I want to be 20 minutes to post. And I'm like, well, you could, you know, depends on where you're going to work on post. Right. Cause right. If you're at the airfield, I could get you 20 minutes to the gate, but you're another 20 minutes to the airfield, you know, sure. So, sure is a huge, huge installation. Um, I, it's a really nice installation. I feel like, um, like all of their facilities, like the hospital and the commissaries and things like they're all really nice. Um, you know, the housing is meh, but they have a lot of it. Um, and you know, like I said, I'm a huge proponent for getting on the wait list, but yeah, Carson is huge. Um, and then right here in the Springs, we've got the Air Force Academy as well. We've got um, Peterson Air Force Base, Shriver Air Force Base, um, and being stationed at Carson, you can live on any of the Air Force bases as well. Um, oh, good. But, That's good. That's good to yeah. know. Yeah. So you have a lot of options, um, right. you know, and it, the Springs is, you know, it's a big city, but then there's lots of small, like rural areas. If you're hmm. more like it, I, I find people all the time who are like, we're PCSing with three goats or, you know, oh, we're PCSing <laughs> with 
our whores, but um, no, chickens. But there's like a lot of chicken things going on here in Texas. Yeah. I don't know what this yeah, is. Like, bringing, like a whole like farm. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of like rural areas around the city that are mm. really beautiful that you can that are still pretty affordable. Um, if that's your vibe, um, yeah, there's and tons of stuff to do here. Tons and tons and tons. Um, prior to this, we were at a duty station that didn't have like a ton, we were at Eglin um, in Florida, it just didn't have a ton of like museums and things like that. Carson okay. is great for families. There's, there's something every weekend, every weekend in the city, there's something that you can do. So I have really enjoyed it. Yeah, we had a good time. We were there just visiting friends of ours that were there on post and uh, we did like Manitou Springs and you know those whatever the um yep. the quit cliff dwellings and yes. you know we did all the things we we, yep. we did we did the peak and everything yep. um so about like so what would you say because I know here at Fort Hood like our average price point starting to shift right um what would you say is kind of the the range that you see of the the housing that most military families buy like just to kind of think you know okay how is that going to compare to where they're coming from maybe right yeah and that is one thing i feel like um it, it is a little more expensive out here so for most people um unless they're headed from like hawaii or something there is a little bit of sticker shock right. um, it is a little bit more expensive out here i think um last week our average was 457. um, um yeah yeah so it's <laughs> it is a little okay. more expensive um your bah is considerably higher as well sure, sure. um you know, so that kind of helps make up for it. And then, like I said, there are lots of like smaller areas on the outskirts of town that are considerably cheaper. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it, it is a little bit of a sticker shock. Um, right. But you know, we we haven't seen a slowdown. I've been here for six years. I know whenever we were headed this way, it was crazy to get a house, and it it mm -hmm. hasn't changed. Yeah. So, and the weather, because I know the weather is super different than here in Texas. Like we don't really get snow and yeah. you all do. Do you find that that has any, any insight to people? Like when they're trying to figure out where to live, like, does it affect the commute? Um, do they tend to like go to the more mountainous, you know, regions where they can ski? Like I, I would think that skiing and all of that is like a super popular. Yeah. I mean, we're only even here in the Springs, we are to like two and a half hours to you know a really nice ski resort you can get to Breckenridge you know in about two and a half hours oh, wow. um yeah mm -hmm. down here we are we really get lucky I am from Louisiana and I had never seen a snowflake until I moved here um at 30 years old so I was terrified and I'm like you know I'm preparing for my not um it's not like that <laughs> right <laughs> the most we get really is it, it's mild our winters are mild they're very cold but we don't ever have like a foot of snow okay. so as far as that like and that's one nice thing too is if you do choose to live on the outside of town like you're not really gonna be you stuck yeah okay so you know thinking about moving i know one of the big things that um I'm sh that i kind of always seem to be good at, I just, I'm going to say, that's kind of why I wrote the book and all that stuff is that kind of, um, getting my house into a home. Cause a lot of times we're only there for a short amount of time. So even if you're not purchasing and you're renting or you're, or living on post, you know, the housing can be kind of like blah. And I remember the old school was like spray starch and fabric, right. Yeah. So kind of like wallpaper. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if you ever tried that. This, that, is, that does not work. <laughs> Um, any like funny 
things that like you tried that were like trendy when you were moving or any new things? Because I just feel like, I don't know, people are getting really innovative with creative ways to have like really cool style and adding things to their homes that they can like take with them. Like, do you remember anything super weird, trendy that you tried versus today? Um, so one of our, we, we did live on, we lived on base at, um, Barksdale and the house was really beautiful, but you know, it, it's like, you can't do your own like personalizing and stuff. Right. Um, I contact papered my, my washer and dryer. Um, they, they came with the house, honestly. So, but they were like really old and like scratched up, but like I put contact paper on those. That was actually really cute. Um, I did not ever like all the people that would contact paper, the, um, countertops. I couldn't do that. I was terrible at it. Like always had bubbles in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think, um, I would always do my, my curtain rods with just like command hooks and like set the rod. Yep. 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 I remember (laughs) no, no holes. I was the bad one. I was the painter. Yeah, I was the painter. I was like, I'll just repaint it. Like it's my therapy. Like I I cannot do it. I will repaint. Mm -hmm. It's worth it to me. (laughs) To now, like it's funny now because I I own my home here, but like, I think, you know, it would have been really nice. All these groups and and people post pictures of their homes on base. And I'm like, that is amazing. (laughs) I I know. That's what I'm talking about. I think like you were talking about Pinterest earlier. Like I was so deprived. I, I mean, I only knew what was in the Martha Stewart magazines you know what I mean like I'm so dating myself oh my gosh you know but but now um you know just seeing what what people it's so creative it's just so creative it almost I'm not going I'm not doing it it almost makes me want to you know go back in time and and bring all these fun you know creative things to life and I was very big at um sewing I was a very good sewer I don't know what the word is seamstress I guess I don't know um so I always was really good with like buying like cloth napkins and then like sewing them together and making like pillow covers you know those types of of things if I wanted to change like patterns or color I would just do it with like fabric like it was just kind of my, my temporary thing um what what do you think you know because we we know what our families go through or why do you think, how do you think they feel about that when they're choosing a realtor? What is the importance of that? Like, I know it's really, I feel like it's really important that they find a, find a real estate agent if they're looking to buy or even sell, you know, when they're ready to sell, whatever, um, that, do you find that that's important? Like, I, I, I feel like that's important to other military families to kind of understand that you're, I'm not just your, your realtor, but like, I've been there, done that. Do you, feel that that's an important aspect when people are doing their searching. Cause there's, I mean, there's that, I don't know how many agents are in your MLS. We're like 7,000, some, you know, something like that. Like, how do you narrow it down? Like, do you feel that that's important? I mean, I feel like it is. Um, I know that for me personally, like I, I, I like to be um, like, I like to have sort of that common thread with, mm-hmm. with 
buyers, you know, and sellers. Like I sort of, and obviously because I've been in their shoes, like I, I definitely feel like I advocate like so much harder than right. you know, maybe somebody who's like, doesn't understand. And, you know, cause it is, it is hard. Like you have to understand these people are sometimes, you know, moving across the country or across the world, you know, they're mm-hmm. not going to have anybody waiting for them when they get there. Right. You know, they, they know nothing about the area. And so, yeah, I find that like, I just sort of like my heart kind of goes out to them. Cause I know how stressful it can be. Um, yeah. I know how stressful it can be. And so that's why I'm like, yeah, like you want me to, you want me to measure and see if your, your grandma's hutch will fit in this dining room. Like not a problem. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of like we are, we really become their support system through the process, yeah. you know, cause they don't have anybody here with them. Yeah. I, I agree with that a ton. Yeah. Um, t- talk to me a little bit about like what makes Fort Carson like unique like are there any like um seasonal events that are like oh my gosh you can't miss like we have like the blue bonnets here in Texas like you can't miss the blue bonnet festivals and those types like what happens in Carson that like maybe people that don't live there like if you're only going to be here for two years you've got to hit these things Mm. you know well on post they have um every summer they have summer fest and they've actually gotten some pretty big name artists out there um okay. McCreary and stuff so it that's really cool and it's free obviously to everybody you know sure. so that's cool um in the in the is it summer it's at fourth of july or new year's eve i think it's new year's eve there's a group of uh hikers that will hike to the summit of pike's peak and okay. They shoot, they carry all the fireworks in a backpack. Oh, cool. <laughs> they like hike them up um, okay. and then they shoot them from the summit, which is really oh, cool. Oh, neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's really cool stuff. There's like a cowboy breakfast downtown and they like serve pancakes. Like it's like a griddle, like the size of a wagon, yeah. <laughs> like a huge, like old wagon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. A lot of really cool stuff. We, we were there. We went to, um, I can't remember the name of it. It was a pub of some type and I had never been there before. And you got like a card mm-hmm. when you went in and all the taps were like across the wall mm-hmm. and you had to like touch your, you could only get so many ounces with this card. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't remember if it was like 16 or something, but you had to like touch the little, um, what is that called? You know, the little beer tap yeah, right? And, and measure. And it like, you could do one ounce or two ounces and then it would you know, when you got to whatever your limit was, they'd come out and check on you. Like just, I guess it was like your driving limit, but that was really cool. Cause sometimes you like to, I like to go to those kind of brewery, you know, micro brewery places, but I don't want to commit, you know, to yeah. one particular thing. So I found that was really fun. I remember that. And I thought, oh my gosh, we need one of those around here. I think that would yeah. be. And Colorado is, I mean, they're known for their breweries. Um, yeah. So we have tons of breweries around here, tons of craft beer. Um, do they do like pub crawl type events and things oh, like yeah. that? You can like, yeah, see, like, that's what I imagine is just kind of like, you just jump from one oh, to yeah. the other. Yeah. That's you, funny. That's funny. So, every weekend. <laughs> yeah. And that's good. I mean, I think it's, it's hard when you live there. It's like anybody, like you live there, you kind of just get in your routine, you know, but when you get to a new duty station, it's always kind of fun to know, like, what are the, I was always like, well, what are the, what are the cultural things? Like, what is this area known for? Even when we lived overseas, I was always like, okay, we're traveling. I don't want to just do like all the tourist things. Like I want to get a taxi cab driver and like you sh- show me life here. Right. Yeah. Um, so well, that's and- 
Colorado Springs is where all of the Olympic athletes, well, a vast majority of the Olympic athletes train so that, you know, cause we are at such a high altitude. Um, right. You know, if you can, if you can do your sport, the best of the best at this altitude, you can absolutely do it at sea level. <laughs> right. Right. That makes sense. We have the Olympic museum here and it's dirt cheap to go walk around. And it's really, really cool. Wow. That's, um, yeah, I don't think we went to that. I don't remember that being on our, our list of, we did drive up to the peak. It was so, it was so windy. They almost had to close that top part. Yeah. Luckily we got up there, but it was, you didn't want to get too close to, to the end because it could lift you off your feet. Yep. But um, real quick, I want to kind of wrap up, like, what would you say are, would be like a few of your best PCSing tips, like to make a best of a move, you know, these are some like either whether it be like an organizing something or just a preparation, something like I know with my kids, like that was always a really big um deal like my attitude you know my attitude about moving just poured into the kids and so was there anything ever that you found was like fun or just a really useful tip that you're like man I'm gonna do this every time yeah I think the biggest thing for me was just being very organized um because like you said you'll get when you get your things you're in the the throes of a a new move and a new city and and it's you don't want to unpack with, you know, unpack chaos, um, Barbie dolls and dirty pots. Um, so yeah, just get organized. Even if that just looks like putting things in the room they belong in, like mm. this room disaster, but I know everything in here is my six-year-old's toy. You know what I mean? Or belong right. to just be very organized. Um, and for sure, everything that you don't want to end up in a box, um, needs to be in one room and you shut the door and lock it. <laughs> <laughs> nothing gets packed out of this room um make sure you know where your pets are I had a, a cat a client's cat made the move in her dryer <gasps> Stop. And, and she was fine the cat was fine You're <laughs> yes. I hope they didn't go very far yeah I don't I think they went from like it was like Texas to Oklahoma or something oh it my gosh could you, that, would, that could have been disaster okay yeah. That probably takes the cake so far about the weirdest thing. Yeah. That got me. Just being super organized, just, just being, which is hard, especially when there's people coming into your house and. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I remember like we used to do like an inventory, like take pictures of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, especially like when we were doing the overseas moves, like people were like, oh, it's inevitable. Everything wood's going to be broken. I'm like, no, I don't want that. I mean, we, we had our share of damage and things like that from moves, but, um, I remember taking pictures of like all the DVD, see, here I go, all the DVDs <laughs> uh, that we had and like all the video cassettes, you know, just having some type of inventory. Cause honestly, if it ever went missing, like, could you really name how, how many you have, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, we, we learned real quickly with like the filing claims, like they're like, but was it an 80 inch TV or was it like a 40 inch? (laughs) So I'm like, I have pictures. I have have receipts. I have like, you know, I have all the things. So yeah, definitely. Um, I know PCS binders when I was doing this, this was not a thing, but that's what the people are doing now. And it's so smart. I did that. I, that, I literally have that in my book. No one told me. No, no, I did not know this was a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but genius. So smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, it just goes back to being organized. Right. Yep. 
Yeah. And not getting overwhelmed, you know, and, and again, you know, and not waiting to the last minute. I mean, we talked about that even just with, you know, once you know, you're going like really start digging in and, and getting comfortable with somebody, you know, where their eyes and feet so many times too, like we're FaceTiming, right? Yeah. Like we're helping people find housing sight unseen, like, which is crazy. I know. I know. I, the trust that that is, it, it, it blows my mind. Yeah. Well, I just, I'm so happy that you jumped on with me today and shared about Fort Carson. And um, I know that, so you're with Keller Williams. Like, so where do people find you? Like they want you, I'll make sure in the, you know, in the comments that I've got all your contact information, but real quick, where do they find you? Do they follow you on Instagram? Where, where yeah. tell me all the things. Instagram is great. Um, I own Affinity Home Partners. We are um, a three-person team. I have an uh, active duty gentleman, um, buyer's agent, myself, and then I have another um, young military wife as well. And yeah, okay. we're Affinity Home Partners. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we partner with AHRN as well to help people who need to find rentals and things like that. So oh, good. Yeah, good to know. Well, is there any anything last minute you want to share or anything you want to put out there about Fort Carson or it's you know, it's a beautiful place. Um I I really I, I'm here for good. So <laughs> never thought I'd be a mountain girl. Always thought for sure to go back to the beach. But yeah, this is this is home now. I love it. I encourage everybody to give it a shot at least because it is. It's really beautiful. And there's so much to do. Well, you make me, I mean, I've never PCS there, but you sure make me feel more comfortable, you know, just knowing a little bit about the area. And of course, I'm going to share all your information. So if any listeners are listening, you know, someone, or you are moving to Fort Carson, Lauren Jordan is your girl. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, Lauren. And you, uh, we hope to have you back another time. And if you come across anybody that has an outrageous story and they want to jump on the <laughs> podcast and share firsthand that crazy experience, you know, just let me know. We'd love to share. For sure. Maybe we can link up this summer when you guys head out this oh, way. Most definitely. Most okay. definitely. I think we were supposed to be there 4th of July week, but I think it's being pushed for one reason or another. So we'll, we'll stay in touch for sure. Okay. Thank All you. Right, awesome. Thanks.